Hey everybody, before we start today's episode, we do have an announcement to make. Um, recently there were incidents of bullying and harassment within the Dragon Ball community. We just want to make it clear that within our community, our discord, our podcast, we don't tolerate any kind of that behavior. Um, it is not acceptable. And if any individuals from our community are seen bullying other members, then they will obviously just be banned. Um, and realistically, we don't want you to listen to our podcast. So if that is you, um, we do not want you here. Uh, that being said, because of these incidents, Mike has decided to no longer be on the podcast. Um, it, it was an overwhelming amount of members from the Dragon Ball community that were involved in these incidents, and he does no longer want to participate. Uh, he may still come back on. It, it is sad. I would love to have Mike continue, um, but it is what it is. So that was that was the result, basically, of what happened. But we do want to make it clear that that is something we do not condone, and that is not how we do it at Hermit Style. Uh, that being said, let's get into the show. Welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast. With your hosts, Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runchuti. Talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game. Presented by Team TCG Mafia. And produced by Lobat. Yo, yo, yo! What's going on, everybody? Hermit Style Podcast is back. Today is Tuesday, August 24th. I do apologize for the delay in episodes. I was actually out of town and couldn't get an episode out in time before we left. We had so much going on, but we're back on track. Uh, sadly, as you heard in the beginning of the show here, Mike is no longer a host on the podcast uh, that, that kind of killed me <laughs> inside. And that was another reason why the, the episode was also delayed. Um, but it's all good. There's no bad blood or anything like that at all. I still see Mike all the time. We still hang out, play cards. Uh, I am hoping that he will make some appearances on the podcast. And if you guys want him to come back, show him some love, shoot him some messages, let him know that you want him back on the pod as much as I do, <laughs> but I will try my absolute best to keep this show going. Um, and, and hopefully it isn't too bad with me going solo. That said, the structure will change a little bit because I know you all don't want to just hear me talk, uh, for an hour each week. So I'll be bringing on special guests, hopefully every week, any week that I can't, there'll be many episodes where we just go over brief updates, my testing, things like that. Um, uh, but I actually have a lot of special guests lined up. So for the foreseeable future, there should be a guest with me on every single episode, which I'm super excited about. So that is, uh, it's going to be really cool. But on today's show, we do have a guest. We have a member of Team Berserk on the, on the show. So super pumped for that. Uh, we will get into that during the Hermit Style, or I'm sorry, the Turtle School Weekly Focus. Uh, if you don't know Team Berserk, uh, that is Armando's team. They're a Canadian team. I'm sure I only said Armando because I'm sure a lot of people who are affiliated with Hermit Style and in the Discord, I'm sure you all know him well. Uh, but that is his team. It's one of his teammates who came on the show today. And actually, we're partnering with them to put on a really cool event. So I'm super excited to drop that news. Um, I won't say it during the news. We'll, we'll go into that during the, the main topic of the week. Um, but a lot, a lot of cool stuff that you guys will all get to participate in potentially. And um just all kinds of stuff going on. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But uh, anyways, without further ado, let's, uh, let's get in the news. 
news from the lookout. Okay, so uh, first set of news, we had the anniversary box reveals. Uh, at this point, I believe they've revealed every card. I don't think there's any card that we haven't seen yet. So we know all the colors as well as all of the alternate arts um, that are going to be an anniversary box. There's competitively, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, I don't think that anniversary box did a ton for the format, but there is some cool support in there. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Prison Frieza has support. Uh, and the SS4 uh, chain, that, that looks kind of cool. So I'm going to be playing with that a lot. I'm really excited just because of the art. And if you guys remember back on our wish list episode, I've wanted for so long for them to have interactions with what color energy you have. Um, so I was super, super excited to see cards that have different stacking effects based off what you have charged. Uh, I really hope that they continue this theme. Um, it's something I'll have to be careful about because it's a very powerful effect. Uh, but that was the that was something they had in the spoils, the game that I used to play before Dragon Ball, and I just love that mechanic. My favorite deck had that mechanic, and uh, I'm just super excited it's coming to Dragon Ball. So that's definitely going to be what I play with. Um, but overall, it did feel a little lackluster competitively. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I know there's definitely some people brewing some different things out there. Let me know what you guys think in regards to how those cards came out. I'm still trying to jump back in myself uh, from after the accident, trying to get back into playing again. I, st I still feel like I'm a, a bit behind and honestly just have not felt very motivated to play in this format. This format just, it's just boring to me. This is probably one of the more boring formats I think I've had in this game. And uh, I've played a little bit. I've, I've went to locals. I've played with Mike some. I've, I've played in the Discord some. But it's just, I don't know. It's, it's it's just feeling lackluster. I'm hoping maybe a new ban list comes out and maybe the next set, set 15, when that drops, that'll kind of pique my interest again. So it's, it's been kind of hard to, to really get that competitive drive going. And I know there's, there's other players who share that same sentiment. So kind of a bummer. But uh, I have been diving back more into the collector space. So I'm super excited because I'm actually going to be bringing in some collectors onto the show. So while we are in this kind of competitive lull where we just have webcam events, the format's kind of stale, uh, we're going to get to learn a little bit more about uh, the, the collector side of the game, which is really cool. I actually have three different guests lined up over the next two months that are big time collectors, uh, actually international. I think one guest is from Australia. Uh, of course, got a guest from here and... Um, I think the other guest, I think is also international. I think he may be from Europe. So super, super excited to have them come on the show and have them kind of share their side of the world because we focus so much of the podcast on competitive play. Uh, there, there's a whole other world out there and a ton of people who are in the, the collector side of things. But with Anniversary Box, that's going to be a great set to get into. The arts, oh my God, some of the arts are so dope. They've got the alternate art hit, the alternate art, Oh, the alternate Demigra. Ooh, baby. That Demigra is fire. That Demigra is so sick. Um, but there, there's a lot of sweet art. All the kanji arts they brought back, which is dope. The Vegeta super combo. That was my favorite until yesterday, I think it was, I saw Krillin. And the new Krillin card, oh my God, he is beautiful. He's up in the air kicking garlic. It's, it's sweet. It's sweet. But the arts are dope. I would say my favorites, though, from the set, definitely Krillin and Vegeta. are they, They're probably tied at number one. Then Demigra. And then Hit. Those those are probably my top ones. 
Uh, Goku Black's really sweet too. And the, um, I don't know how to feel about the Goku Ape. The Goku Ape looks sweet, but it's almost like they put him too far up on the card. Like he's not big enough. For, I don't know. There's just something off about the art. I feel like if it was just tweaked a little bit, it'd probably be my favorite one. But there's something just like slightly off for it. I, I, I literally can't tell what it is. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one. If y'all think that, let me know. But <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't seen them, they're all, I actually have them all on the Hermit Style Instagram page. So they're actually all up there. So if you guys haven't seen them, I've got everything listed, uh, most of the reveals and then all the alternate art. So you can go check those out. Uh, if you are planning on getting Anniversary Box, it drops in North America and Oceania on September 3rd. Uh, Latin America and Europe is a little delayed. They get it on September 17th. And then Asia gets it on September 22nd. I personally went in hard on this anniversary box. Uh, I'm at four cases right now. So 16 total boxes. So, you know, uh, if, if y'all need anything, hit me up. Hit me up. I will definitely have it. So um, I'm excited though. Anniversary box, always my favorite product. It could have no relevant cards in the set competitively. The foiling is just so sweet. I got to have the cards. It's such a sick set that they do every time. And the alternate arts are always super sweet. So I am pumped for that. Uh, other news, we have Gen Con coming up. Gen Con is going to be from September 16th through the 19th. Uh, and then there's uh, they have all uh, in real life events, but they also have webcam events. So even if you're not actually going to Gen Con, uh, you can still participate online, which is pretty sweet as well. Um, but... Aside from that, we've got, uh, I don't think there's any other general Dragon Ball news, but we do have a bunch more Hermit style news. So I'll jump into that now. Um, like I said before, I am moving. I've always been a collector of the game. If you followed the podcast, you've heard me talk about that. I did sell off a majority of my collection uh, recently, but I'm trying to get back into it. I'm slowly getting it back up. And actually a, a friend of mine, very graciously, Chris, uh, as well as Nick from the Discord, also a member of Team Berserk, they both helped me out a lot and actually got my Judge Collection complete. So I'm really hype on that. I've never had the Judge Collection completed. And at least until the next one drops, I have, at this point, every Judge card. So I'm super stoked on that. Um, and I'm really excited to have these guests on because I'm excited to learn more about the, the collector space in general. There's so much I don't know. I got my first order back from PSA just recently and... The adrenaline rush is wild. I didn't think there'd be an adrenaline rush, but you start checking PSA every day. You start looking at that website and then all of a sudden you see it move to the next step and then you're checking it multiple times a day. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a little addicting, I got to say. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I might be sending in more cards. I did send in an Apex and this was crushing. I should have queued some sad music. My Apex got a 9.5. Um, that's not the crushing part. I kind of expected it wasn't a perfect 10 because I found a, a very, very small scratch on it, uh, which I believe is why. But the Apex came back chipped and cracked on the bottom. I could not believe it. I was so frustrated with how long PSA took. I said, nope, I don't want to do PSA. Let's do Beckett. So me and our friend Chris put in a big Beckett order together. And my Apex was the only one that got cracked. It's just the bottom corner of the case cracked. I could not believe it. So luckily Beckett 
has great service. Um, they're willing if I send it back to recase it for me free of charge. And we were already sending in another order anyways. So they said, go ahead and just send it in with the next order and uh, you're good to go. Because I did get a Goku Frieza SCR and I'm sending that in to get graded. So we'll uh, hopefully get some good luck with that and send it on in with the Apex. So pretty pretty stoked on that. We'll, we'll see if how long this addiction continues. <laughs> if the game doesn't get better, it may become more permanent. We'll see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, for those of you who ordered the Metal Hermit style tokens, they're on the way. Uh, they are coming. Uh, there was a back order on Metal. So so Chris from TCG Metals, he's designed, he designed them and is putting them all together, producing them. Uh, he actually could not get Metal. I think it's been harder because of COVID. It seems like COVID is really messing a lot of things up as far as getting product in for different things. Uh, and I guess Metal is one of them. So he did get it though. It's on its way. Uh, it was already shipped. He's expecting to have it by Thursday. So you, you may, it may, he may already have it by the time you listen to this podcast. Um, and then they're immediately going into production. So I'm hoping to have them very, very soon. I apologize for the wait. Bear with us. I want them just as bad as you do. I ordered a bunch too. So if you order them, bear with me. Uh, they are coming. There's just circumstances outside of our control. The, the order was pretty big. A lot of people wanted them. So, um, they're on the way. They're on the way. All right, and then this is one of the most exciting pieces of news. The Hermit Style World Tournament is back. That was something that we had planned. Literally, it was going to happen right well, right after, technically, my car accident happened. And then that messed everything up, as you know. And we had to postpone it. Uh, I've talked with Lobat Productions. We are officially set to get that back on. And I'm so stoked about it. It's going to be held on September 25th. And the 26th, so 25th will be a full day of Swiss, and then the on the September 26th we will do Top Cut. So it'll be a two-day event, all on webcam, and Mike will be commentating with me at least one of the days. So I know he's not on the show anymore, but you know he, he's still going to be around. He's still going to be around. So I'm pretty pumped that he's still going to do that and uh, jump on to commentate with me. We have a ton of things planned. Uh, Lobat showed me a little glimpse of what they've put together for the stream. And oh my God, this just, oh, it just, it blows away just most other streams I've seen. It is so nice. They've put so much time and work into this. And I mean, we're having a full professional production set up for the stream. There's going to be multiple cameras. Ethan's going to have, Ethan runs Lobat. He's going to have like a million computers set up doing a million different things. We're going to have fight cards um, that have like little, like kind of like a tails of the tape, like from the UFC. So it'll be like a breakdown of what the leader matchup is with like pros and strengths of each deck. Uh, it's it's going to be wild. <laughs> so get hype on that. If you want to join, you definitely can. All you have to do is sign up in the Discord. Uh, so join the Hermit Style Discord. I will drop an announcement. If you're listening to this episode, it will already be up there. And then there's actually a channel called the Hermit Style World Tournament where you can go to the link and register. Um, when you register, you do not have to submit your deck list right away. Uh, as long as that is submitted, I believe we're going to have that in one hour prior to tournament start. Uh, so the tournament will start at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure that your deck lists are in by 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, pairings will go up five minutes prior. So pairings will be up at 2.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It will be best of three. 
And again, it is webcam only. All the matches will be held in our Discord. They must be in our Discord. Um, rounds will be based on number of players. Uh, it will be a minimum of three rounds and a maximum of five rounds. I can't imagine that we have enough players that it needs more than five. But if we do have an overwhelming amount of players, there is, you know, we can push it to six, but we're really trying to keep it at that five round maximum. So expect no matter what to have five rounds and then a top cut. If we have 17 or more players, which I believe we already had signed up from the last one and everyone wanted to hold their registration for when the tournament came back around, uh, if it's 17 or more, we will have a cut to top eight. Uh, so that's pretty much how it will run. And then top cut, will, again, will run on the next day. It will start earlier on Sunday. So if you do make top cut, it will not be at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That will start at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um and of course, you'll know who, who your matchups are and everything like that. And one game from every round will be streamed. If we have enough time, we might jump into some other rooms and throw them up on stream too. Uh, you do have to build your deck on dbsdeckplanet.com and submit it. DBS Deck Planet is always updated, which is why we know that it basically always works. And uh, they're, they're all, all the people who run it are in our Discord. So if you have any issues, it's really, really easy for us to resolve the issue for you as opposed to other sites that we're not affiliated with or don't get updated. Um, so DBS Deck Planet, you will need to register your deck list on there. And then prizing is going to be sweet. So we're going to have a custom metal leader from Spiral Maui Graphics. Or I'm sorry, TCG Metals. I always want to call him Spiral Maui. He rebranded. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, but it'll be a custom metal leader of your choice with the her not only the Hermit style logo on there, but it'll also have something sweet, some kind of text on there that says champion. It's going to be custom made for you as the champion of the tournament. It will be a one of one. No one else can order this. It can't even be made for another first place if there's another tournament that happens. Uh, you will have the only one. And Chris's leaders, you guys already know, they're top notch. They're the best quality out there for metal custom leaders. So definitely hype on that. That's like the biggest prize, but there's also going to be a hermit style play mat. Those are going to be designed by one of our other sponsors, pro mats. Uh, I actually just before recording was talking about the design with him and sent it over. Uh, one of our, our new moderators, Bruce Zembutai in the, in the discord actually helped design it. And, um, pro mats is going to be producing them and putting their touch on it as well. So, uh, if you win, you do get one of those mats. We'll have the design out soon. Uh, so that way you can see it. You also get a guest spot on the podcast, so you get to jump on with me for an entire episode. Um, that's something that will be exclusive for tournaments. No one else uh, that get like if you win a community spotlight segment on the podcast, that's just for the main focus. You don't get to be in all the other segments. If you win this tournament, you get to come on with me from start to finish. We'll talk about the news. We'll talk about results of training. We'll talk about the main segment, everything. Um, it'll be the full hermit style experience. Um, and then prior we did have hermit style key tags that were made. I have, I will have to talk to Carver who had made them and, uh, see if he still has them, if we can keep those in the prizing or not. Uh, but regardless, you will also win 40% of the prize pool, uh, which 40% of the prize pool, the buy-in for this tournament is $10. So just based on how many people sign up will depend on how much money you win. And then lastly, uh, you will get 10 leaderboard points for the hermit style locals, uh, we will have a Hermit Style Finals event coming towards the end of this year. So if you want to get your invite on that, you have to be up and placed on the leaderboard. So that will definitely help you get in there. Uh, second place gets 30% of the prize pool, as well as five leaderboard points. 
Uh, third and fourth place both get 10% of the prize pool and three leaderboard points. Uh, as well, each will earn XP in the Discord. So lots of prizing. It should be super fun. Um, obviously, we have a zero tolerance for cheating. You will be disqualified. Not really worried about that. Everyone in, in the Discord is very trustworthy. So I don't expect there to be any cheating, but we have to say it. And then, of course, your webcam setup must be proper. Uh, your opponent should be able to see your entire play area at all times. They should be able to see your hands at all times. So there can be no suspicions or accusations of cheating that even get brought up. But that is everything for the Hermit Star World Tournament. I think Hermit Star World Tournament. It's, it's weird not having Mike with me. He usually uh, checks me, make sure, <laughs> make sure I remember everything. So, but, uh, that should be it. If you guys have questions, just, you know, Hit up the Discord. Me or anyone in Kami House Security can help you out. Make sure you get you registered and uh, answer any questions that you may have. All right. And then, God, there's a lot of news today. <laughs> so if you've listened this long, congratulations, because we are doing a giveaway. Uh, we are giving away, and this actually is sponsored by our moderators of the Discord, uh, John and Pac-Man. So Pac-Man and John are nameless from the Discord are sponsoring this giveaway completely. This is literally, I have nothing to do with it. This is all on them. So if you want to thank them for the giveaway, that's who you need to thank. Not me. <laughs> thank them. Um, they are donating two new starter decks of your choice. So you can get either one of the new ones. Uh, a custom metal cell leader from TCG Metals and a pack of fresh sleeves. So you get a leader, two decks, sleeves, ready to play. Um, to enter the giveaway, it's very simple. Yeah, and you can actually rack up a lot of entries for this one. Uh, here's number one. Number one, Hermit Style just came onto social media. We have an Instagram and Twitter. If you follow us on both Instagram and Twitter, which links will be in this description as well as they're in the Discord, uh, post a screenshot and two entries right there. We will have a channel in the Discord for the giveaway where everyone will go to post uh, their screenshots. We do have to see the screenshot in order to get credit. It does not matter if you followed us before. We just need to see that you are still following us. Uh, and if you aren't, hit that follow button and shoot the screenshot. So two entries there. Uh, you can get another entry by purchasing something either from the Hermit Style TCG Player Store or the West Coast DBS uh, TCG Player Store, which is John's uh, store from the Discord. All you have to do is just shoot a screenshot that you did purchase something and that will get you a third entry. And then lastly, you can subscribe to Pac-Man's YouTube channel, which is L2H2, and shoot a screenshot of that, and that will get you a fourth entry. Now, if that was not enough for you, we do have a bonus entry. You can leave a review on the podcast on Apple Podcasts, shoot a screenshot of that, and you will get a total of five entries. And of course, if you are in Masterclass or in the Elite in the Discord, you will always get your bonus entries as well. So that's the giveaway. The giveaway will end at the end of this month. So you have until 11.59 p.m. on the last day of August to get entered. And then we will do the drawing the first week of September and announce it. I'll probably put a, uh, I'll probably put a time in the Discord when I will do it. And I'll just do it live in one of the uh, in chamber chilling in the Discord. So that way everyone can jump in with me. I, I like doing that. It's fun. So that's it. That's the giveaway. Make sure you guys enter. The Instagram is sweet. I, I post more collection things, but I'm going to be post as I get playing again. I'll post more competitive content on there too, but I've been posting a lot of collection and then I also post all the reveals. So it's kind of a good source to get all your Dragon Ball news. And then the Twitter, everything just feeds over to Twitter. I'm going to try and use that more. I'm not, not the biggest Twitter user, but I'll, I'll try and get some more on there. But I Instagram is, is the one I'm most active on. 
So, um, so yeah, that's it. And then last piece of news, which is actually going to segue right into our main topic today in our special guest interview is our partnership with Team Berserk and Dragon Ball Super League. Uh, we are actually hosting a exclusive hermit style fight night with Dragon Ball Super League. And you know what? I'm not even going to say any more because in our interview, that's like all we talk about. We go into all the details. What is fight night? How do you enter? What can you win? All that good stuff. I can tell you it's amazing. I've actually wanted to participate in this for a while. <laughs> I was actually talking to them months ago about trying to join it. So the fact that they're coming to us and allowing us to do something exclusive only for members of the Hermit Style community is just, it's awesome. So stay tuned. We're going to jump into the main topic now. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right. So for today's uh, weekly segment, we have a special guest on the show today. I'm super excited to have him on. Um, as we talked about last week with the um, the fight night that's coming up, we actually have Kaioken Cards, member of Team Berserk, on the show with us. What's going on? How's it going? You know, uh, fresh off work, fresh out of the shower, ready to do this podcast. <laughs> very cool, very cool. I'm stoked. Uh, I'm stoked to come on today, man. I'm really excited. No, it was awesome. I'm glad you could have me. Yeah. So I know everyone's been getting hyped on the fight night that's coming up, um, and that's something that you you guys have all been running over at, at Team Berserk. You, they're they're really dope. Um, can you like tell everyone a little bit more about what fight night is? Yes. Yeah, so um, I kind of did a horrible explanation of this in one of our uh, team talks for Team Berserk. But basically, for <laughs> you anybody had to get who the doesn't know, in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it was. Uh, but anybody who doesn't know what a fight night is, basically, it's uh, best of three. So when you're thinking best of three, your mind automatically goes to, oh, that's what we used to play before the whole webcam thing started, because now it's all best of one. And you get a side deck, uh, sorry, a sideboard. Let's not confuse it here. I'll call it a sideboard of 15 cards. This is a little different. You're still going to have a best of three. You're going to have your standard deck for your first deck. But in the next match, uh, the next match you're not going to be using that same deck. You're going to side deck to a whole different leader, a whole different deck. There's no sideboard, 15 cards. It's a whole another 50 to 60 card deck. And you have three of those when you sign up. So you sign up, say you can grab uh, Blue Baby, uh, Android 16, and I don't know, what's another? Jiren. Just just three completely different decks, and you go at it against someone that brought their own three completely different decks. And whoever wins the best of three between those three decks takes home the win. And the thing, another thing that makes Fight Night a little different than your standard tournament is we actually have a fight card. That's where the Fight Night came from. Fight <laughs> I love that came from yeah so basically you're only facing one person if you're in the tournament it's just a one-on-one -on -one. once you beat that person you get your prizing which i don't know if you went over the prizing for uh the hermit style uh fight night uh, that we're doing but metal leaders are up on the line so just one match and you're getting a primo leader there like so uh, sick. that's yeah that's thanks to our sponsor there tcg metals for that yes but, sir um, chris is the man yeah, exactly. But just literally one match. Because I know it came about because, especially myself, I work a lot on the weekends. So I can't go to do these big regional seven, eight hours locked in. 
this is just you're committed to one hour, maybe one hour and 15 minutes with overtime, and that's it. And you get your prizing, you win, you're out of there. But to fill up that time, we obviously need to have more matches. So we have four to five matches, sometimes six, and the whole event can last six to seven hours. But that's all it's all done one match after another, and it's just two different people each time. You're not going to see the same boring deck going at it, seeing like a typical tournament where everyone's playing King Vegeta <laughs> yeah. or something else of the sort. <laughs> Please, <That's>, no more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's another thing that's come from Fight Night, especially um, shouting out Nathaniel here. He brings the Beerus deck, and he, he's played twice now, and it's kind of a pride thing to try to win with these really, really off-meta decks because, like, that was the most exciting night uh, fight night moment that we had was seeing someone actually play the 12-drop Whis and taking that extra turn and just completely wiping their opponent. So that's another aspect to it, but I, I hope I didn't confuse it too much uh, for the ex- explanation of fight night went for a whole wraparound there. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I love the idea. I'm excited. Um, I'm hoping we can, we can work out. I know we haven't really announced the fight card yet, at least as of now when we're recording by the time this drops that it may, we may have some more details on, on what the fight card will be. Um, I'm hoping I'll, I'll get to participate. <laughs> no, yeah. I hope and, so too. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if I make the cut. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's definitely dope. And you guys have a leaderboard, right? Where like you, you track the results of everyone who's had fights on the fight card. Yeah. So the tournament organizers for this, uh, is actually called Dragon Ball Super League. So DBSL for short. And that's who, uh, we've been, uh, running the tournaments with basically DBSL was created from two team berserk members, uh, Nick and Jodat, who are captains on the team as well too but um that uh the rankings started off where dbsl the first organized tournament they ever did was the canadian national tournament where basically they got sponsors uh like stores to sponsor the event so it was a free event i think they raised over two thousand dollars for prizing nice. just yeah i think uh Aspira and Eggman were doing the commentating for that event, and then the stores just had their logos and stuff posted on. I know the Upper Hand was a big sponsor in that and everything, but uh, basically all the prizing was sponsored. I I don't know if it was gift cards or something, because there's there's some laws in Canada where if you add money to it, it becomes gambling or whatever. I don't uh, know how it works in the okay, states for okay. you guys. So they had to do it through like Visa or something, and they like made it legal. <laughs> Because <laughs> we are not really allowed to do cash tournaments here for some reason. I I got no clue. But I know that was the initial prizing. And that's where those ranks started from. And then now that we started doing Fight Nights after that being the main uh, Dragon Ball Super League uh, event. We've added those rankings based on how people did in Fight Night. So someone could crawl up to third or fourth place. And based on where they are in rankings, people that sign up. We look at where they were either in the Canadian National Tournament. Some people obviously didn't play there, but they'll show their other merits saying, I won this regional here in 2018, 2019, what decks I'm running. And we try to always base the rankings on what people either submit to us or what was on the rankings previously. So like with the fight night standings, if someone goes 1-0, they're going up in the rankings. 
and obviously that's the only score you're going to get. You're not going to play two matches right, in one fight right. night. Um, does the amount of games you win uh, get factored in and like win and lose? So like if it's best of three, does it matter if you went like 2-1 or 2-0? Uh, I believe I believe so. Joe Dat usually handles more of that stuff, of the okay. actual rankings. We we all go over it after. the. Basically, we'll have the fight night on the Saturday. Usually this one I know is going to be on a Sunday just because of Labor Day. But we'll usually go like two days after and be like, okay, where do you think these people fit? Comparative, they won. Where are they going to fit in the standings now that they won? And who's above them right now? And do you think that where they would be at each other? Because like for the top, top eight, I'd say, is probably like close to at least the best players that we have around here in Canada. We do also have some UK uh, players up there as well because uh, that's where we got a lot of attention in the first couple fight nights. And we've actually done some exclusive uh european fight nights like we've done uh, eu versus na was one of them and then we had eu versus asia as our last fight night actually that was hosted by uh 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 dbs deck planet okay cool cool we have that as like a world rankings thing obviously not too many americans have uh, signed (laughs) up so this is a good opportunity to see where everyone stacks up yeah 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 i'm i'm excited for this um so for our event that's coming up, it's on September 5th, like you're saying, the Sunday right before Labor Day, and it is exclusive to Hermit Style. So for all of you in the Discord, um, this is for you, actually. If you want to sign up, um, make sure that you submit your application, and then basically what happens is all the applications get reviewed, and then we will select a set amount of people who will get the opportunity to participate uh, in, in the fight night. But again, this is only for us. So really dope. I appreciate you guys doing this for, for us. And uh, I'm excited to have everyone get that opportunity to play. Uh, it's, I don't know why you wouldn't want to sign up for this. <laughs> no, it's awesome. I'm glad that, uh, we got to finally make this work and, uh, love to see, uh, different competitors going at it. Yeah, for sure. Obviously started, started small, kind of had some of the same people, like same 10 or 12 people. We had to try to sort who it was and getting bigger in the EU scene. And now that you guys want to do it as well, I of course want to see what uh, the hermit style uh, <laughs> fighters can do and what, uh, sure. what spicy decks are brought out. Cause that's always the most fun, especially commentating it. I love seeing just some random rogue deck. Someone brings, I'm trying to think, uh, the ramp Vegeta was one of them where I'm like, okay, I've never seen this deck actually run. Let's see if this guy, and he took the win with it too. The nice. guy who brought the ramp Vegeta deck. Oh, so I'm that's pretty sure so his cool. thing was some people bring, bring themes. Like I know someone brought all three Broly, like they brought three Broly decks. This guy brought three Vegetas, one of them being Black Mass Saiyan. The, I think one was Majin Vegeta, and then the other one was the ramp Vegeta. I'm just like, it's cool. Some people just that's like dope. to flex that way too. Yeah. They express themselves. Oh man, that that is that is so cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm stoked for this. Like you said, I'm excited to see what people come up with. And um, and the, the best part is it's it's free entry. All you have to do is cover shipping if you win the prize. Correct. Yeah. So that we we did a kind of survey thing with that, just because now we have a like kind of a concrete sponsor being uh tcg metals that wants to do exclusive metal leaders and stuff like that and so 
it's expensive for him to be shipping everything out, right? It's already expensive to make these metal leaders sure, and sure, do those yeah. prints. So we were doing everything for free before because most of the time it was store credit or stuff like that. Now that we have a physical item, we were asking people if we want to do $5 entry. And the funny thing is when we said that, even like we're like, do you want $5 entry or the winner to pay 10 bucks? All the winners were saying winner pay 10 bucks. Even like winner and loser was pretty unanimous that they're like, yeah, winner pays 10 bucks. Keep it a free event. And then you want to ship to you, you pay the $10, whatever. It's still a subsidized shipping as well too, but like the $10 and get it out there. So no, that's, I, I think what we're going for now in the future. That's, that's a really cool idea because then if you lose, it's no harm, no foul. Like, Oh, I lost, but it didn't come out of pocket anything. And then if you win, you're basically just covering both, but you get all the prizing. So no, I, it's sweet. No, and it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like a quarter of the cost of what those leaders go for. Anyway. Exactly. Like they're high quality and beautiful. Oh, just- those leaders are so nice. And, and listeners of the podcast, you, you all probably know, cause I talk about Chris's work all the time and, and he's on some leaders and everybody wants them. So I'm, I'm excited also to see what these ones are going to be. <laughs> No, yeah, that's what I know. They're doing a vote to see what set 14 leader they want to be for the flight night leader. Yeah. And I guess every set change it, which I think is an awesome idea. Oh, for but, sure. Uh, I know. I know a lot of people are voting for Sin Shenron. I'm still hoping for Jiren here, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm not on the Sin Shenron train. I, I'm with yeah. you. I'd definitely rather have Jiren. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, though. Like, that's cool. So, um, so for the fight night, if anyone wants to apply the link is in our discord uh jay uh from commie house security he's been dropping the link so make sure that you get in and sign up we there is one requirement you do have to be a turtle school fighter which means in the discord you are already level seven like we said this is an exclusive event so we didn't want people to be able to just join the discord just to play in the tournament. We want to give back to the people who are supporting the podcast and in the discord and are active members of our community. Um, but that's not to say that if you just join now, you won't be able to participate in more things like this in the future. So if this is the kind of thing that you want to get in and you're not in the discord yet, just jump in, participate. It's very easy to make it to the fighter role. It's only level seven. Most people can make it there in like a week. If that and I do little XP bonuses and things you guys see in there. So it's it's very easy to make it. And it's a, it's a simple requirement, but it does require you to at least be in the Discord for some amount of time. Um, but that's it. That's the only requirement. You can jump in there. Again, go to announcements. The link is there. You just fill it out, send it in, and then we'll notify you in private uh, if you do get selected. And then once we have everyone selected, we'll, we'll announce the fight card. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be sweet. No, yeah, I can't wait. That's already what it's it's already on the twenty second of August. Like we we got basically like two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, it's from today, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so so get in quick. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Get That's, in quick. Uh, need to start setting up this uh <laughs> the stream overlay soon. Right, right. Yeah. I know it's it reminds me of like USC. Like that's, that's, that's what it reminds me of. Like getting ready for the fights. Everyone sees the fight card. You get like hyped up and then like the whole rankings thing. It reminds me, I don't know if they still do this. I used to be big into watching the fights when I was younger. I don't as much anymore, but I remember like the power rankings and they'd have like all the top fighters and everyone get excited. That's like the same kind of vibe I get from what you all are doing. And that's just so cool to me. Well, yeah, that's where it birthed from, right? Like the whole UFC where it's just, you got the kind of the... 
I don't want to say trial run in UFC, but the less known fighters going at it first. Yeah, like the preliminaries. Up, yeah. And then you got the two killers at the top going at it. Yeah. Just slugging it out. And that's what everyone's there for, right? Like, usually we do see a peak in viewership in the main event because people are just like, I know these guys. I want to watch it. I don't really know these other guys. But then again, it's still an opportunity for people that haven't really been on stream before or haven't really been able to use certain decks in events because they're like, okay, I got to be safe and play my like deck that, like my Dark Broly or my my blue baby because this is a safe pick in the event there's a chance where you, you got three decks you you don't really <laughs> right like, no one's gonna be decks which is another reason why this came about we're like okay so what you can pilot you can pilot what like some of the best decks in the game maybe just one deck i don't know i'm just gonna pick on dark brawl even though it got erotic <laughs> but that's just a deck i've hated forever I but mean, people, it's still oh, one of the yeah, best decks, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> just, oh yeah, I can do so good with Dark Broly. It's just like, okay, well, how about another deck? You've been playing that for the last three sets, like, right, right. What can you do with this deck here? Oh yeah, and it's it's a very just fall cool. apart. It's like it's like a really dope test of skill, you know. It's a, and it's unique in that it really, I think, it challenges people. It really challenges their deck building skills and how they can adapt. Yeah, and just to get out of the comfort zone because. Some people just sit on one deck and that's just their bread and butter and good for them. Like, honestly, but just a different event just to try something new. And uh, obviously, this is something different in this scene that was, I guess, would never be intended by Bandai anyway. But this is a chance where you can, oh, look, it's a best of three. You know, what? we're going to side in a whole other leader here. Just it's going to be a completely different match, probably a different <laughs> color, too. And uh, let's see how oh, you fare. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, also, if you guys don't get picked for this event, still, if you tune in to the stream, we're going to be doing some different giveaways as well for the viewers. So on top of just watching these matchups and watching um, some of either lower level or higher, uh, you know, higher tier players play, you can also win some really cool things that we're going to be giving away. So definitely tune in. Um, and what is your guys's Twitch? That are, or is it on Twitch that you stream it? Yeah, so it'll be on my Twitch, just twitch.tv slash Cards, all one word. Um, it'll be there. That'll be the Sunday, I believe. Do we already have a start time official for everyone? Um, like 6 or 6.30? Yeah, I'd assume around it'll that. It'll be more cemented concrete when we get there and get all the players, obviously. Yeah, uh, we want to make sure that cards. we can get everyone to, you know, be Work able to collaborate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd imagine sometime at night. So just be on the lookout for that. And it's Kaioken cards, uh, cards with a K too, right? Yep. Just match the Kaioken. <laughs> cool. <laughs> just, yep. Easy, easy, easy. All right. So make yep. sure you guys uh, give him a, a, what do they call it on Twitch? Follow, sub? <laughs> Twitch is, uh, yeah. Twitch is the opposite of YouTube. So follow is, <laughs> follow. follow is the free one. You don't, don't worry about subs, but okay. <laughs> follow is the free one. Subs is the one you got to pay for. Don't worry about that stuff. Uh, YouTube is where subscribe <laughs> is the is free the one. I think, I think it's join is the like, the ah, like okay. one you pay for. It's something you join the community. I don't know. I don't know too much about YouTube. Streaming. <laughs> I did that for like 
literally a week and then i'm just like this is horrible i'm just gonna go try twitch instead <laughs> and uh, it worked a lot better that way that's funny yeah i never know what to tell people for the podcast i'm like uh just do whatever your app says to do to, yeah, to just, get more episodes one, from us hit the it's button like a heart or something <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's just something a check mark yeah, i don't know anything yeah, <laughs> you, you all know what to do. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely check him out. And um, now you you run a YouTube channel still, though, as well, right? Yeah. Also, Kaioken Cards on YouTube. Uh, I think I think I got a custom link. It was like YouTube.com slash C slash Kaioken Cards. Something weird. It was like, <laughs> make your own custom link. I mean, it still looks weird as hell. I don't know what you want. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I haven't posted anything really new on there basically the past fight nights just so people now that especially with oh, the hermit, cool, cool. Uh, hermit style fight night gonna happen so people can actually get a feel for what the hell this even looks like because <laughs> even though i explained it it probably made no sense at all and i agree with you i'm horrible at explaining stuff <laughs> but uh some some of the videos on there i got i don't know like uh the promo videos are another thing on there so i'll do that probably a week leading up when we have the lineup i'll make a funny little promo video just uh just to hype up the fight night that's you'll see a couple of those on the channel but yeah try to do more uh i want to say comedy centric stuff but it's just probably cringe low effort videos for dragon ball that's 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 what i'm here for that's the void i'm trying to fill <laughs> that's uh, the best <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's what we need course. Yeah, it has to be in there. But that's basically what the videos are. If if they're not a fight night, it's probably some stupid video like that. And uh, that's basically what's on the channel. If you ever want to check out what past fight nights, I think I have fight night one, two, four on there. I don't have five yet. That was the one that was strictly streamed by DBS Deck Planet. I've commentated on the other ones. This one, just the timing didn't work. I was at, uh, I was at work at the time and they had to start at like, 6 a.m eastern oh, wow. standard time because it was europe versus asia so right. they needed uh, a time okay. that worked for them yeah. which obviously wouldn't work for me right 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 huh that's wild though <laughs> no yeah that was, that's a, it's such a cool idea and it's so cool that it's just like just people from all over the world getting to play that's that's awesome no um, yeah that was the first one the first one literally the two main competitors well were one was from uh europe tom smith he i he has a Twitch channel to Iratorm. There you go. Shout him out there. And then uh, Poan uh, from Singapore, who's like the regional champ there for, oh, okay. I think, like 2018, 2019. I don't know how he found it, but he found it on the first one. And we had him. Nice. I think he, I think he's in the Hermistyle Discord, too. I'm pretty sure I was talking I, to him the other day. Yeah, I, yeah, he's a phenomenal player. I've done playtesting with him. Extremely knowledgeable at the game. But getting him, those two right off the bat were just like, Oh my god like i don't yeah. know how you guys heard about this but we'll take it <laughs> yeah come on in come on in yeah, well, sweet please well i will drop all of your links uh in the description for this episode too and we'll have them up in the Perfect. discord Thank as you. well so that way everyone can make sure they can go you know subscribe to your youtube follow the twitch I'll, i probably said the wrong word again but y'all know what to no, do you did it right you <laughs> oh, did it all right, right. hey <laughs> go, go me <laughs> i'm learning um but cool yeah so definitely guys check him out check out his stuff and um and basically this whole thing everyone who's putting this together is all team berserk is that right yeah so the, the like tournament side is the dbsl but yeah we're all team berserk members in it not every team berserk member obviously creates a thing i think we have 12 or 14 members so i'll be a, a little overkill but <laughs> uh yeah we've had a couple of our uh 
members in the fight nights that don't directly interact with it because if someone does is playing in it we don't let them touch it at all because we're just like you're gonna see the deck list that's cheating like right so right, right. keep them away from that but we yeah we've had like armando i know uh hashtag king in the north i have to say that <laughs> legally now or i'll be shot but um <laughs> but i know he's uh, uh always active in your discord and I oh know yeah he was raring to go again i think we had him in one one of the fight nights or maybe two i remember because i watched i watched the stream that he was in actually because it's funny i didn't know what it was but i but i just saw armando post in our discord and was like hey i'm on stream and i was like oh okay i'll watch and then i was like i was like watching him switch decks i was like what is this (laughs) (laughs) the best the best part too was that armando matches i think there's this weird thing on twitch where it's called the hype train if someone like subscribes that's when like money or donation whatever I think if enough people subscribe at the same time, it like causes like a train to go on the screen on the <laughs> chat or something, but it was going nuts. And I've never seen this before. And I have no clue that this existed. So I'm just literally talking about that and not even focusing on the match at all, <laughs> which is another thing with fight night. Like if, especially it was with uh, my co-commentator at the time was, I have a buddy Pilgore. He, uh, he does streaming as well, but we're friends like since high school so we were just talking like smack the whole time like we were, yeah, <laughs> we were yeah, just yeah. going in just just talking about like oh this is a sick card whatever not too that's another thing it's not too button up carl color official going oh well he played this drop <laughs> and then uh, he swung oh that was he's gonna counterplay response one here no we were just talking like regular humans right and that fight that that thing was going on he's the one who told me about it i'm just like what the hell's going on i start freaking out and then the match finished in the first like i think i think armando's opponent won with a topo deck and i thought armando won like i literally had no clue what was happening so i was too focused on the other side the chat's like telling me no you guys are idiots i'm like oh okay. thank you for saving <laughs> oh yeah that's why because i remember it was specifically armando's match because i'm just like what the hell happened oh man. i remember him talking after he, he was talking after that you were t- asking about the uh the fight night which is probably after his interview that was another thing i forgot to mention with the fight nights that whoever wins also gets an interview to shout some stuff out people usually shout out either their team or their uh their local shop it's just stuff like that or people that they play test with and i think that's where armando was talking stroking his long luscious flow (laughs) uh oh man that that, that's uh that's cool though and um yeah it's just another perk Y'all win, you get the interview. So very cool. There you go. But uh, something, something. all right, cool. Well, I hopefully y'all get the idea uh, of what fight night is. Um, definitely, like we said before, go sign up. Um, before I let you go though, you know, this is a Dragon Ball podcast. You're a Dragon Ball player. So we got we gotta talk a little bit more Dragon Ball. Um, Let's go. So what so what deck are you on right now? When you mean what deck I'm on. Like if, you, deck right, if, you're, if, you're gonna, to if you're playing in a tournament tomorrow, what deck are you bringing? Depends the tournament. That's the thing. Cause I've been playing in the circuits, right? <laughs> like, I, you know, what's funny is that, uh, I think it's Tuesday. Tuesday is the top eight for, uh, one of the circuits, the three mana circuit. Okay. And I was lucky enough to get into top eight, but I've been playing Jiren recently just cause the new deck and, just seemed weird. I like weird decks. That's my niche is if something just seems way different than anything else in the meta, I'm doing it. That's checks Jiren, out. Your, <laughs> your fight night checks out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's me. That's uh I I if I can win with something that just seems so absurd, 
that that's a double win for me. But the Jiren evol- as soon as I saw evolving on your opponent's turn, I'm like, okay, this could get spicy. Like this, <laughs> and these guys when they're coming in, they're minusing 10k. Like I can just wipe a board by playing guys on my opponent's turn. I like this. But if like same thing with that top eight coming on to on Tuesday, I'm just like, I can't play Jiren. I think I'm gonna default to King Cold. King Cold is Still, I think, a little more nutty for a deck idea than Jiren is. Just playing fields and conquering planets, basically, I guess, is the idea they came up with that deck. But that is probably my safe pick. But it's a best-of-three tournament. The whole circle is a best-of-one, so I don't know what the hell I'm going to put in my side deck. Ah, okay. okay. I've, been that, I've only tooled that deck to a best-of-one deck. And I've been going a little more of a hand-control route than this typical uh, King Cold. Okay. Like... Probably I don't even call. run Majin Buu. Yeah, I don't even run Majin Buu, which is probably the better SCR in my deck. But I'm an idiot, so I run Cell, Cell Zeno. Because I played on, on turn five anyway. So I'm still like... The best turn five play I can have with that deck in my brain is if I got two of the Golden Freezes on the board, I just do both their activate main pops, make them ditch two, and then Cell Zeno with whatever's left on the field. And then five cards that I get a snipe from their hand. It's not like they get to choose. It's five at random. So yeah. that's what I like from that deck. That's, and that's, that's definitely probably, a strong play. Yeah, that's probably why that's my safe pick. Because it's just like, that deck can go quick if you want it to. But if someone's stalling you out, you're just like, okay, we're, we're, take, we're taking this turn five. We're going to do some hand control. So I'd say that's my, uh, my deck for right now. Because the new green stuff... Videl, I like. Boo didn't really excite me or anything. And it's not like I'm really a green player. It's, yeah, we, like I said, King Cold. I'm just like, it's weird. I'm taking it. Yeah, I agree. The new stuff just, I don't think it's up to par with what we've already got. Um, oh, no, yeah. What, so how, how with, so with King Cold, we haven't really talked about King Cold in the podcast. So this, this is a good opportunity okay. to talk about it. Um, I know you said that, like, you feel safer with it. Is there any matchup that you're worried about when you're playing King Cold? Losing low rolling against blue yellow. Specifically, Soul Strike. Soul Striker is usually the biggest one you see now. Yeah, that and I was going to say the most been, common. Yeah. Been hit. But blue yellow, simply for the fact of Zamasu. Because if Zamasu sends back my Unison turn two, that slows that deck down so hard because King Cold works really effectively when you can awaken turn two. Uh, basically, I uh, play the unison for two. If I'm at five life, I'll play a field or even at six because some of the lives let you take uh, life as well. So I'm at six life, play the unison, play a field for free with the unison, take two life, awaken, play another field, get my draw on that side as well too. So, and I have one extra energy. If it's an aggro match, I can save that for a king cold like floodgate or uh, cooler counterplay, but that's the matchup that I'm just like, oh my god, I don't want to see that. Hyper aggro is scary too, like a King Vegeta. Like the, I was gonna the say, how the King one, Vegeta whatever. matchup is, yeah, yeah. That if I, I if I run into a King Vegeta, I'm hard, uh, I'm hard mulliganing for at least a couple uh, uh, Royal Supremacies, okay. just so I can pop their because that pops their whole board basically, especially right. with Chain Attack and Borgos. They're together only two costs and then i can get another one cost there too yeah but yeah those those are the two blue yellow specifically just for zamasu if it goes too late then i'm i'm helping them out too that's the problem because 
especially with Soul Striker, you basically get drives for free. Every time you swing, you get two energy back, so why not use it on a drive? So yep. hand control is really hard against that matchup. But um, yeah, and then hyper aggro. That's the thing. If I don't see the negates, then I'm kind of screwed. But if I do, my negates also pop three cost for one negate. So it's a lot of value for me and a lot less for them when they have a bunch of small stuff that's easy to blow up. Yeah, no, that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. If you can do something to come back King Vegeta, though, it's uh, it's it's got to be decent in the format right now because... My lord, yeah. <laughs> I just see that deck right now. I mean, I'm not. I'm still a little behind. I'm still like playing catch up from me being off Dragon Ball for so long and coming back in. But I feel like that deck's just everywhere right now. Yeah, and there's uh, the two variants. Well, the, the I'm not too well versed on the turn one that everyone was going nuts about, but I'm pretty sure it was a mono colored variant, just mono red. But I know I've played a lot against the red green version that yep. just runs the uh, Piccolo Junior the uh alliance one yep and like that one especially with that uh, overwhelm toa that can restand to two or less like that can be a real menace if you're not ready for it like i've watched people face that deck for the first time and just be like wait so i don't get, get a charge my second energy <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's going on here oh my god but, yeah that's crazy all right well, yeah, cool. we actually had one of those in a fight night too against a bergamo that i wanted to see the bergamo go off yeah but he got the Piccolo Jr. out and just had all his pieces and it was over. GG, yeah. Yeah. That card is nutty. What made mm -hmm. you want to pivot off of Jiren for best of three? Because Jiren... Hmm, honestly, one of, I was playtesting with one of my teammates, uh, Nick Menard, and he... He played Cell Surge, so that's like his baby deck. Like that's his baby is that Cell Surge deck. Like he's played that since forever, and that's the deck that he's really like taken off with. Of course, he plays other decks, but that's the one where he could be sleeping already five hours into REM sleep. I put the deck on his chest and he'll probably <laughs> kick my ass with it. Like it's honestly. But we tried that, and hand control destroys that deck. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't really because I don't draw from swinging on the front side. I take a life and I search top seven. I search top seven into uh, one drop universe seven, which can draw me a card or search top five. If I ever miss one of those, I'm pretty screwed. Like, and just uh, just in general, I keep you recycle cards when you evolve them. You'll draw a card, but there's a certain point where. If I don't have a right, the right evolve target in my hand, I'm not recycling a card. I'm not drawing on my front side. Like Oof. hand control can take really real yeah. advantage if I'm not seeing my pieces. And yeah, we did it like a best uh, two out of three, and I've literally lost both the matches by like by like a hair. But still, it was, it was just, just enough. All my other matches, yeah, all my other matches where I was allowed to just keep my hand. That deck can go off, play two of the eight drop zeniths, boost. Like, honestly, most of my matches, I just use those SRs, swing them, knowing they're going to be negated, just to boost my leader up and swing with that double strike, and that's over. Because the leader can get boosted up to like 36K. Like, that's average of what it can get up if I got the SRs, or you also get a limit to ability where you'll get 5K for each time you evolve that turn. So I don't know that I, I'm just 
I don't think I'm comfortable enough with the deck yet because I've only played it twice, like in tournaments. And I don't know, King Cold's just been all of set 13, basically. I've dabbled with like Supreme Kai and stuff, but uh, there's no way in hell I'd bring that deck. Yeah. That, that is, <laughs> I was like, you are a madman. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun deck, but there's no way I'm getting more than one yeah. win with that. Oh, man. Cool. All right, man. Well, uh, before we wrap up, any shout outs, anything else you wanted to add? Uh, shout out to Team Berserk. Um, we also have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, we do uh, team talks. Team there, talks, uh, once man. A week. I love your team talks. We're, I think I think we're still stealing you for one of those. So that'll be uh, that'll be great to have you on. I believe Tuesday or they're usually uploaded by Wednesday. We do them usually Tuesday night. Yeah, and they line up with the tournament schedule, and then I render them whatever, and then upload them, and then make them public on Wednesday just so I'm not uploading before in the morning. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to my team, Team Berserk, obviously my YouTube channel and Twitch. If you enjoy the content, uh, of course, follow if it's Twitch, subscribe if it's YouTube. Yep, links and will be below. Said, yeah, there we go. Links will be below. And I uh, just want to see you guys all at Fight Night because I can't wait for this Hermit style uh, version of Fight Night. This should be Fight Night number six. So, yeah, I think, yeah, this will be the sixth installment of Flight Night. And this is another special one that uh, we have. This is the first one that's exclusive, which is awesome. And I can't wait to see what uh, spice everyone brings. That's that's always the best thing for me. It's just to see what spicy decks, what, like, every time I see the deck list beforehand, I'm just like, okay, you better bring this one out first. Because this, this is what I, this is what I want to watch. This is what I want to commentate over. But, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, probably missing like a hundred other things but that's fine <laughs> no worries man well it was great having you on the show uh hopefully we can do this again soon i'm excited to come on the team talk um if you guys yeah. aren't in the discord that's where you get all the latest updates for everything so make sure you join whenever that team talk drops it'll be in there and um but yeah man again i just uh, i really appreciate you coming on and really appreciate you working with us to get this hermit style fight night going no, perfect. Thanks for having me. Thanks for reaching out. And I'm glad that we can finally get this uh, show on the road. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So September 5th, y'all. Watch out. September 5th. <laughs> All right, man. See you later. Have a good one. All right. Always a pleasure to have the guys from Team Berserk on the podcast. Hoping to have more of them on in the near future. And hopefully you guys uh, all understand <laughs> what Fight Night is. We both, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we did the best job at explaining. <laughs> but um, but yeah, su super, super excited. That's just, that's awesome of them. Um, and I cannot wait for that event. Uh, but let's, uh, let's go ahead and move into results of training. Results of training. And as always, results training brought to you by ProMats, one of our sponsors. They have the best mats for Dragon Ball. They do custom mats all the time. He just dropped a new King Vegeta mat. And if you're playing King Vegeta, you I don't know what you're doing if you're not playing on that play mat. That mat is amazing. Um, but they're great quality. Really, really cool designs. Uh, there's really no one else I'd rather partner with to get our mats done. And... Um, like I said earlier in this episode, the Hermit style mats are going to be coming very soon. I'm hoping within the next couple of days to post up the final graphic uh, of the mat. And it looks so cool. Um, just a little spoiler. It is this. I have the same Roshi from the tokens on there. So if you got the Hermit style tokens, the new ones, uh, that your mat will actually match the tokens, which is really dope. Uh, but I, I can't wait 
for this to come out. I'm, I'm literally so excited. We had me and Mike had old hermit style mats made and we didn't really like the quality. So I'm really excited to get some really nice upper, you know, nicer quality stuff from pro mats and something that isn't going to <laughs> my mat that I got from another company. It, it's already like frayed. It started fraying after like a few months. So w- was not happy with that. And this will actually cost less for better quality. So can't wait. Make sure you check out pro mats. They have a channel in the discord. Uh, you can go on there anytime. He's got links up there. He's got, he posts all his new arts up there. Uh, really, really, really cool stuff. Make sure you show him some love. All right, but results of training, uh, you guys know I'm still trying to get back into the game myself. Uh, I went to locals and actually, so it, it was it was okay. Uh, round one, I played against launch. I brought blue baby just because I, I literally haven't even had time to really rebuild a deck. So I just basically threw in four of the new boo unison and said, okay, we're going to play blue baby. Um, but I played against launch. That matchup is just kind of the same as it's always been. There's really nothing new to say. Um, it's just kind of boring. <laughs> um, so yeah, there really isn't much to say about the launch matchup. Blue Baby just usually just wins the match. Um, you you turn off their combo step, which is where they generate most of their value from. You have just natural counters built in for the, the Piccolo that drops on board. Uh, you have natural counters built in for the four drop that they try and play off Gogeta. Um, you just keep the board clean of those. So that way they can't burn you like crazy. You're pretty much fine. You just sit there in the gate. And then when you're ready, you really just win with the win con of your choice. Shrouded Foo turns off their deck. Dark Banisher Foo turns off their deck. You can turn in the tide them. Uh, it's really not much. I will say they do draw a lot. So if you're turning the tide them, you do have to make sure that you're doing it at an opportune time, but Dark Banisher and Shrouded Foo just destroy the deck. So it's it's pretty simple matchup. It's you basically just do what Blue Baby does. That's it. <laughs> uh, and then round two, me and Mike got paired. He also had Blue Baby, and we said that sounds miserable. So we rolled die. <laughs> I won the die roll, and then we went and got Chipotle because you know where else would me and Mike go but Chipotle? <laughs> um, I did feel bad though that I won the die roll, so I paid for his lunch. You know. Uh, I, di- I didn't want to, I didn't want to also make him pay for lunch after he had to take an <laughs> for that. So, uh, so that was whatever. And then round three, I went up against Trevor broken honor who should be on the show very, very soon. Uh, he was playing King cold. Trevor beat my ass. Uh, baby should win. I'm an idiot. I didn't know. I literally just didn't know what King cold did. Uh, like I am dead ass serious when I really am pretty unknowledgeable right now about the game. That's why I'm not going too heavy into competitive content because I'm not really there myself right now. I'm still just kind of getting back in. Um, but yeah, Tre- Trevor wrecked me. I didn't know what the cards did there. I made a bunch of misplays. Uh, Mike yelled at me, <laughs> but now I know it's, it's actually a very simple matchup. Uh, you basically just don't let the five drop freeze. hit the board. My deck uh, wasn't playing hits because when I was playing, there wasn't much dark Broly. There's, for a little bit during the format, Dark Broly kind of fell off. Um, but now the Dark Broly's back as it should have always been around. And then you also have, you know, King Cold. Uh, hit Deadly Vanguard is much better. So you should be playing that card at three at least. And I I don't know how much I was even maining, but I didn't see it when I needed it. So I just couldn't clear the Frieza. So my deck just wasn't built right. And then I was also trying out the Deborah, uh, the new Deborah that if he gets pitched, draws two. And I was like, oh, this card's sweet. Card's terrible. Oh my God. 
in like theory, you read it, you're like, oh, this is great. It's just like a cheaper draw ape. They pitch it. I only tap one. No, this card's terrible. Don't play it. Uh, you play against green. They freeze a pop. It feels awful. Then they go into Zamasu. You pitch another card and you're like, wow, that was terrible. Uh, you play it against, and then any deck that plays BMS, Black Mass Saiyan, you just can't play the card. And you're like, wow, I'm really screwed here. So yeah, that, that was, that was a mistake. So th those two mistakes probably pretty much cost me the game. Um, but it was cool. You know, it helped me to learn a little bit more about the new format. And, uh, now I am going to sit down and tweak my blue baby deck and get it up to par next, next week. I'll go over what changes I made and, uh, how, it, how it's actually testing. I'm hoping to play some more games in the discord and I'll let you guys know how it goes. But yeah, Trevor whooped me and then he pulled the Vegeta winner and I was like, oh man. What a lucky guy. What a lucky guy. But that was my results of training. Hopefully that helps you for those of you who are, I know a lot of you really like Blue Baby. Um, hopefully that some of that gives you a little bit more insight into the Blue Baby King Cold matchup, but it's really not a hard matchup. You literally just put them off the five drop Frieza and they just can't do anything. It, it's really not that hard. Um, now that I understand it. Hopefully I won't lose to it next time, but we'll see. <laughs> we will see. But that's it. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and get in the mailbag. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaka? Monaka's delivery service. Monaka's delivery service. Okay, so for today's Q and A, <laughs> I just pulled up. If if you guys don't know, in the Discord, I pull all the questions from a channel called Monaka's Delivery Service. You do have to be a Turtle School fighter which means you've hit level seven. You level up in the Discord by just interacting, posting messages, and doing special things, like playing in the tournament to earn XP. Um, <laughs> a super shy guy said, is DBS really losing the race? Uh, yeah, Digimon's kicking our ass. <laughs> uh, let's see. Elsie Ahmed, uh, he said, what is your pet deck that you know is awful, but still go back to every set to see if it could maybe make a comeback or just to see if it's slightly playable at a local? Man, this, this question makes me feel really bad about myself. For the longest time, I always went back to Oob. And I haven't gone back to Oob in quite a while. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I really don't know. I should have, but I didn't. Uh, I haven't really had any decks I've gone back to this format or last format. Uh, I mean, I was on Vegex for a long time, but that's not really a pet deck. That was just a meta deck. And then after Vegex, I went to uh, Blue Baby. And I've just, I'm still on Blue Baby and I really haven't done much else to be honest uh but as far as what i consider my pet decks uh oob's always going to be one and then the gohan from tournament of power i love that deck the blue gohan that deck's fire uh it's not really a playable but every time there's like u7 support released i always look at it and i'm like can this deck be played um there's just so many counters to it it's pretty hard to play but i do i just it's bad i know it's bad but i love the deck and um if people aren't prepared for it and you're playing in like a best of one webcam, there's a chance you could do decent depending on who you, on who you get matched up against. The deck draws a ton. So like it, it draws a lot. So if they don't know to clear your one drops and you start comboing, get your hand real big, the, the deck can do a lot of things. You can build a lot of different ways. Uh, I always liked the really low to the ground uh, version that just, I, I didn't like, like a lot of people wanted to play strength of legends in it. I never liked that. Um, I just want to play really low to the ground cards and be hyper aggressive and just constantly pushing pace of the game. That was the way I always played the deck and I had success with it. 
uh, way back. But yeah, I would say right now I, I just, I don't, I haven't had any pet techs I've gone back to for this format, but maybe I should. Maybe that'll be the inspiration. Next week I'll see if I, uh, I've gone back to any of my pet decks. Uh, I'll hit one more question. Let's see. Okay, so Rice for Life said, if DBS TCG had a Shonen crossover like Jump Force, which Shonen series would you like to see in the game? Um, That's hard. Not Naruto. Mike's, Mike's would have been Naruto. If y'all wanted to know what Mike would have said, he would have said Naruto. He loves Naruto. That shows all right to me. It's, it's nothing. I don't know. I probably made a lot of people mad right now, but <laughs> I just don't really care about Naruto. I've watched some of it, but I don't know. It wasn't that appealing to me. I would say, oh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho crossover would be fire. Yep, that's that's definitely my answer. If we had a crossover, yo, give me a sweet Hiei. Oh, man, that'd be sick. And give me some, like, dumbass Kuwabara with Rikum. Oh, that shit would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be sick. Definitely Yu Yu Hakusho, final answer. All right, everybody. Well, that is today's show. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. I know it was just me. Sorry if it was a little awkward. I've got to get used to this whole solo recording thing. Uh, like I said, I will have guests on for my main segments each show. So you won't have to deal with me too much on solo. And we had a lot of news today. But, um... We're doing our best to keep content coming. We've got a lot of cool things coming with the Discord, lots of events going on. So hopefully everyone's enjoying that, participating. And let us know what you want to see from Hermit Style moving forward. Obviously, there's a lot of change right now. So I have a lot of wiggle room, a lot of opportunity to do different things with the show. Uh, so let me know what you would like to see moving forward. You know, we've got Community Spotlight. We've got special guests coming on. I'm planning collectors. I'm planning competitive players. Um but if there's other ideas you guys have, I'm always down for it. So let me know. And uh, if you need cards also, we are now affiliated with TCG Player. So if you go to the Discord, go to our TCG Player affiliate link. Make sure you use that before you buy cards on TCG Player. It doesn't even have to be from the Hermit Style store. As long as you go to TCG Player through that link, anything you buy, the show gets a little bit of credit and it helps me out recoup some of the costs that I've spent on the show and helps me to upgrade so I can keep bringing you guys the best content. But until next time, see you later. I got the real one, problem on my back, yeah.